Hi, this is Dr. G, and welcome to the Body Detective Podcast. I am a doctor of physical therapy, and I help people understand how their emotional pain is connected to their physical pain, or how their life experiences are connected to their body. Today, I want to talk about three patterns that I see in the adult female clients that come to me. This one in particular, this woman uh, came to see me because she had had breast cancer about, you know, 10, 15 years ago, and she just really wanted to make sure that it didn't come back. And she was into the understanding of how life experiences can be connected to uh, cancer. So she really wanted to take a deeper dive into that. And this is where my body detective comes in because I kind of have to start to dissect her life and understand where she's at as a middle-aged woman with children, husband, um, career, you know, and start to look at her life and see what caused it initially, uh, the cancer and why would it ever come back? And when I looked at her life currently at the moment when she came in, she was the party mom. Um, Not to say that any mom that drinks wine is a party mom. It was not like that. It was a lot more than that. And she was really experimenting with it because it made her feel good. And it was an escape So, of course, I'm going to look for any kind of addiction in her uh, background and see where that came in. And it's kind of similar to patterns in high school that she had. And, you know, but now she has younger children. And so uh, drinking lots of alcohol wasn't really going to be the answer. And she knew that, which is another reason why she was here to talk to me and understand where these patterns were coming from. And as her children get older, this is not really the pattern that she wants to model for her kids. Because as I've seen in my practice and working with different clients and young people who struggle with addiction, parents model drinking and partying for their children. And if they are teaching them how they cope with stress by using alcohol, then their children can do the same. And it might be fun in games until it's not, and then it becomes a really big problem. And then I believe that's how some parts of addiction can maintain in the family and become a pattern because it's what we see and how we cope with stress and maybe not deal with emotions, And we, um, as parents, can really uh, display this. Also, when we look at her life, she wasn't happy in her marriage. Her husband um, works hard, uh, makes a lot of money, sounds like he's stressed and really has to focus on that uh, part of his life. And... There wasn't really much of a connection between the two of them. 
It seems as though she was trying, but he is very into his work, um, into his activities and what he does, and really wasn't taking the initiative to see what she wanted to do and where she wanted to go and, you know, really concerned with her well-being. Um, it, it, it seems like she was burnt out trying and didn't know what else to do. So um, partying with her friends became her pastime. And that was the conversation that we had a lot was that it wasn't fully bringing her happiness, but it was fun. It was something to pass uh, the time. And, you know, bringing up her marriage in that there's bumps in it at the moment and, you know, she's going to have to use her voice to open up discussion with her husband, whereas maybe he becomes defensive or, you know, um, doesn't really want to look at those things. Maybe he doesn't know how to talk about things and he's just shut down. So how does she get this marriage to work? So typically I see women trying to hire a therapist and bring a therapist into the relationship. Sometimes the husband in this particular case, and in most cases that I see, um, they're not interested they don't, they don't really want, the husband doesn't want to go to therapy. He doesn't feel like he needs it. Um, if she wants to go, that's fine. But he doesn't think that any of his actions are having any effect on the children, which that is not true. Um, I am talking about this particular dynamic because it has been so common in my office. And I do see it linked to female cancers and autoimmune diseases, anxiety and depression, and um, migraines. Kind of starts off a lot as migraines. But anger, guilt, resentment, shame, and grief are the five major emotions behind cancer. And there is um, a statistic like you know, women that develop cancer, most of them had um, admitted that they had like 75% of these women had depression uh, before they got cancer, meaning they're just not happy in their lives. And they end up trying to figure out what they can do to make themselves happy. And A lot of times it's just going through the motions of making the kids lunches and dropping them off at school and picking them up and taking them to practice and going through life and not really giving life and the love and the nurturing and receiving it because it's so important for their heart when we as women are hardwired to nurture and love We need it back. And if we're not getting it from our spouse and from our children, it can be really tough to keep going. And we fall silent into depression 
and go through our days um, trying to do anything to maybe make us feel a lot better. Um, And that's where cancer can really creep in um, because it's difficult to admit that we feel trapped in a relationship or we just don't understand how to become happy, what makes us happy, that we deserve to be happy. Uh, Digging into that truth is difficult and challenging. And this is where my body detective really has to come in. And I look at what their, um, their health history is. And when I see cancer, you know, 5, 10, 15 years ago, or even two years ago, I'm thinking, all right, what do we need to look at right now in your life or what has happened in the past that we need to bring up and make sure that we address and we bring up the truth of how you really feel so that um, you don't have to live in fear that that cancer may come back that you can resolve those issues and not have this underlying current in your body of depression or anxiety. Um, we may have a spouse who's shut down like the one that I've that I previously described. We can also have someone who is um, unkind and rude and manipulative and deceptive and gaslights and cheats and lies and that can really take a woman's body and flip it upside down turn it around and slam it down onto the ground and if we don't have our feet grounded and centered and know up from down, left from right, and front to back, we will lose ourselves. And when we lose ourselves, that is the beginning road of mental health problems, which looks like anxiety and depression. Um, It can start to look like um, schizophrenia. It can look like bipolar disorder. It can look like an imbalance in our mind and starting to take shape in another reality. And that gets scary because we don't realize that we are losing ourselves because of another person that our own spouse can make us feel small and insignificant, possibly just by their words and their language that they use with you. And which again models to your children um, how they treat you and you're just not getting a break from anybody and we have to look at ourselves in where we find some kind of 
of break and self-care and acceptance. And I find that women can tend to dabble in our own little addictions and um, but our bodies start to erode and we lose our voice and you know in those vocal cords and in the throat is our fifth energy center which is our truth and you know those endocrine glands are in there and that's where you're going to see the beginning stages of different types of autoimmune diseases, which again, I just think are um, the insight in that from an energy medicine perspective is a loss of self. And I've heard stories from my uh, clients who a woman lost her mom her mom just kind of walked away from the family and suffered from mental illness, uh, was practically homeless. And it's so sad to see her daughter missing, had missed her mother her whole life. And the heartbreak and the grief that she had had um all because of the traumas that she endured when uh, she was young, which her daughter knew about. But when we don't know what those previous traumas mean to us and physiologically how they change the chemistry of our body, we show up in a relationship and if it's imbalanced and our spouse is more dominant, we lose ourselves. And it just slowly erodes our soul. And the light gets burned out. And we don't know how to relight the flame. And I see how um, women get stuck in these patterns. And when I get the first phone call from a client, you know, I'm always trying to understand, you know, how can I help you? What do you need help with? And sometimes they don't know. Um, many times one of their friends has referred them to me and they just said, you know, go to, go to Gina, she'll help you out. And They'll call and say, I'm not even sure why I'm calling you, but I need help. And they just don't like where they're at in life. It doesn't feel good. And I could see that in this particular case with the, the first woman that I was talking about and, you know, her husband wasn't giving her much attention nor affection and she was like desiring it so much and wanting his attention and love that she began to want to seek it elsewhere and these are how these patterns happen I know it can get really juicy in the details of life and ooh, what happens and 
you know, people split up or someone's cheating. Um, and it creates a lot of emotional turbulence, but people do these things for a reason. And how do I not know when I see things from an energy perspective that maybe someone straying out of their marriage is because someone else is emotionally shut down and that person to them is an emotional surrogate and it's I am not condoning people cheating I just always am going with not shaming people for what they're doing, trying to understand why they're doing it, where it's coming from, and helping them process that in their body. And if it comes from any previous traumas or the or the feelings and the emotions that they may not understand and connecting those to their body so that they could really um, come into their power and realize that it's all intimacy and love and fear of it. But I thought that these three patterns of cancer and addiction and mental uh, health problems are something that I think is just so important for women to know that you've got to find your truth You have to really be honest with yourself and how you feel. And that if you're unhappy in your relationship, that it's okay to state it. It doesn't mean that you are going to separate or that you're going to divorce. It just means that you're not happy. And we have to bring it up in the relationship and rock the boat. And that wave reverberates out into the family. And usually the child that needs to feel that reverberation will feel it because they need change too. Our children are just really sitting in the shadows of our own stuff. And from what I've seen, when the parents work on their relationship, the children just automatically shift they it's and it's it's usually the very sensitive child of the bunch that they kind of feel emotionally centered and more grounded and that the family can kind of come together as a as a unit but if we let these, this type of unhappiness go and just keep moving on, you know, getting up, doing the daily tasks, that you really have this deep um, sadness inside and we cover it up with outside substances and things that make us happy and you know those things aren't bad either like having a glass of wine uh 
going out with your friends, shopping, all these other things that people do, like that is okay. It's all right. You can do those things. But if we know within ourselves that we are not happy and we're doing it, like my client I mentioned earlier, she was trying all these things that was like stretching the leash of the marriage. And she still wasn't happy. She just wanted her marriage to work. She wanted it to be better than what it was because she could see that her child was suffering because of it. And she's just upset and feels stuck that she can't help her child because her husband isn't willing to pick up his head and self-examine and look at his own life and see how he's living it so that he can step up and be a partner. Because relationship and marriage is a partnership. And from what I've seen in two decades of work, but I have really seen this this year, is that my female clients are really exhausted by their male partners who are not interested in going any deeper. They're, they are wanting that so much from their partners. And I know that there is a shift happening. I really feel like some of these guys are just, (laughs) they really just don't know. Their dads would have never stepped into therapy. And they may be taking their sons to therapy now. And they're kind of in the middle going, "Uh, I'm not sure which way to go. How do I do this? Well, first you have to say yes. Okay. And you got to like look at yourself and see where you've come, where you've come from. Be honest with what kinds of emotions that you may have avoided. And typically what I've seen with men is that they don't want to point the fingers. They don't want to make anybody feel bad. They just rather not talk about it. Like if I bring up my parents or my brother treated me this way, whatever. It's like they're talking bad about them. And they would just rather not do that. Like they're strong enough to just take it and move on. But we are in 2023. And we are desiring to be whole. And whole is body, mind, and soul. And... As we move through this next year, we are really going to have to step a lot deeper into our spirit and learn how to um, elevate ourselves in these moments of heavy times. And we need our partners. Um, There's already such a high rate of mental health problems Um, that if 
any females out there are just sad and um, crying all the time and unhappy and grieving or, you know, just don't know what to do with themselves, I definitely would suggest going to dinner and hanging out with a great girlfriend or two or three or four or grabbing your girlfriends and going to a Pilates class or a yoga class, Uh, going to the beach and having a picnic together. It's really soothing for the soul. And talk to any of your friends, get some suggestions for good coaches or therapists. You can always reach out to me. And I can give you some insight into your health history. That is what I do. I look at your health history and I look at the specific details of pain, symptoms, the signs. I look at generational uh, diagnoses, different kinds of accidents and impactful moments in people's lives. And one thing I have definitely come across is there has been a lot of tragedy up the ancestral lines and DNA. And it most certainly lives in our heart brain and the next generation carries it because I can see it when people are talking and the tears, the deep, deep, deep um, emotion that wants to come up through the eyes in the throat for sure. Um, Sometimes it's hard to pin down exactly what I want to talk about each week. I have it written out and um, I always have a plan, but I never go by the plan because I have to go with what I'm feeling at the moment and what um, uh, theme is happening with what I'm feeling uh, based off of clients and how it reminds me of previous clients. And then there's like a, a central theme that I want to bring up. And the three patterns are cancer, addiction, party mom, and uh, mental health issues. Because all three of those Uh, have a detrimental impact on our children and I don't want any children to live in any more grief than they have to. It's been a really challenging three years for kids and I know that moms can be struggling. I am almost 50. I'm 48 years old and I have two teenagers and I am in the thick of it of understanding what women go through and I can feel it. And I just wanted to share what, you know, some of this stuff I feel and some I see in my clients and I kind of mix it all together so that hopefully these words can speak to someone and that you can get some help and feel better about yourself and that you can um, help your help yourself so you can help your kids. This is a poem called Fireflies by D. Coffin.
I watch my friend become a shell of herself. Her husband, once charmed by her effervescent zest for life, now finds it inconvenient and unaligned with how he imagined a wife. I remind her, fireflies do not thrive in captivity, deprived of air, companions, and nutrients. They are not meant to glow in isolation. I observe as she plots her escape, maps her way back to the wild. One of thousands migrating home, free to dance among her sisters, out of reach from hunters who have yet to learn, you cannot bottle lightning. I love that. It's really powerful. And I'm hoping that today's podcast and message can get through to a woman who needs to speak her truth and stand up for herself and use her voice and take action. Truth is about taking action, living that truth, moving into that truth. And that you can prevent and heal patterns like cancer and addiction and mental health problems that that is how you move through them is that we change our relationships and our environment around us to empower us uh, to live a life full of love and light thank you so much for listening today i'm wishing you all the best and i will talk to you next time thanks